0: Welcome everyone to the inaugural edition of the NorCal Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host Dan, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Anyone who's followed me on social media knows I'm a huge fan of the wrestling scene we have here in NorCal and I love shining a spotlight on it. Uh, With no wrestling happening seemingly anytime soon, I want to use this podcast as a way to keep some of our local stars shining, uh, at least a little bit. Right now the plan is to do a new interview every other week. Uh, If there's someone out there you're dying to hear me talk to, go ahead and hit me up on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, NorCalRasslin is the handle on both of those. Uh, Since this podcast is about the stars of NorCal though and not about me, let's jump right into things. We're being blessed by an absolute NorCal legend, NorCal Hall of Famer in fact. Uh, Let's go ahead and hit the music and introduce him properly. We are joined, as you heard just there, from the music,
1: the bad boy himself, Mr. from Grand. Welcome to the show, boys. What's up, my man? How's it going? You got the the past, the present, and the future of professional wrestling right here on your podcast. Podcast number one. That's right. You, you went out and got the best of the best. Hey, you already know who, who it is, here. right? You already know who it is.
0: Uh like you said, past, present, and future, man. You've been doing this a, a long time now.
1: How, how many years you've been in the game? Man, I've been in this game since 1996 was when I was first uh, introduced to APW, started training in 97. So that would make it 23 years right now.
0: 23 years. Now, how, how old are you when you, uh, when you first
1: started training? Oh, man. um uh, Okay, you got you you taking me back now. I gotta think about this. I was about twenty three when I started.
0: Okay, okay. And how long after training uh, was that first match?
1: Oh man, back in those days, you 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 trained for quite a while. Um, I think I was I was training for about roughly about a year, I'd say. About a year before before I got you know my first match, and uh, yeah, it came as a surprise. Nobody told me that you know that I was uh gonna get in there until the night of the show, and that's why they say always have your gear with you right oh, that's rule number one always have your gear good thing i had it I had it that night uh, and do you do you remember much about the match um i I, I do remember it was against uh frank murdoch okay um, and yeah. The match, was, the match was okay. The match was okay for my first match. You know, I think I did pretty well. Um, I, yeah, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sorry, we'll, we'll keep
0: it modest. No worries. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, no problem. Speak, speaking of modest, uh, Mike Modest was uh, was one of your main trainers. Is that correct?
1: No, that is correct. I, I, I owe everything to, to the natural one.
0: Now, uh, was was he the only only person training you? Who else Who else had a hand in uh, in showing you the ropes?
1: Uh, Robert Thompson was there. Uh, Donovan Morgan, um, even uh, Vinny Massaro had a had a hand in training. Even though we we, we were going, you know, he was in the class before me. Um, when the uh, my beginner class started, he was there too, and you know, he was giving us some hand uh, some pointers. So, I, I have to credit him also.
0: I mean that's that's a, a pretty good uh, good group of people to uh, to learn the craft from there.
1: Oh man, they the, the best on the indie scene, the best on the indie scene and and, and I can't I have to give credit also to uh, the late great Roland Alexander, you know, the president, the man, the godfather of APW, uh, for, for even allowing me to step in between the ropes, man. if it wasn't for him. You know, I, I, I probably wouldn't be doing this.
0: Let, let's, let's talk a little bit about Roland. Uh, I mean, anyone that's been following the, the NorCal wrestling scene for any amount of time uh, has heard the name. But uh, talk a little bit about, about Roland, about your guys' relationship and, and just what he meant to you. Oh,
1: man. It, since, since day one, um, I, I went in there actually to, uh, you know, I saw, I saw the APW show um, at the garage. And I didn't know that it was actually a school at the time. Um, so, you know, I go there for gym wars, have a great time. They mentioned that it's a school, come out and train. I said, sign me up. Um, I go back, me and my cousin, what we did was we, we actually rented the ring one day. And in renting the ring, that's when I actually had a one-on-one talk with Roland. And he asked me, you know, you know, did I have any desires to – to actually get in the ring and I told him yeah yeah I, um, I plan on signing up and and it went from there um, we had a great relationship and he he was he even actually got in the ring you know and, and rolled around with us a little bit um, which would would if you after seeing him you, you, you'd be surprised you know that that he could actually move in in the ring and uh, yeah um, I kind of I kind of think back to uh you know, the, the heart dungeon kind of having him get in the ring and, and lock us up and, and roll around with us, you know, it was great. So that that
0: relationship with Roland, um, you know, obviously being trained by Modest, what was it a few years after you, you started training with him was the whole uh, pro wrestling iron split with, with all pro wrestling. Um, is that relationship with Roland what kind of kept you with,
1: with APW um uh, you, you know what that split that that yeah that came a, a couple years after I got in and everything. Um no hard feelings to anybody. Um but yes, yes, I, I just felt, you know, my loyalty was with Roland. You know, like I said, he he was the owner, he was the godfather, he was the man. He he's the one that uh gave me my big break. So uh that that's where I felt, you know, my loyalty lied. And not not too soon after that, you know, um, I took I, I took a little hiatus from wrestling, you know, uh, slowed down a little bit, and uh, yeah, yeah, came back, you know, a few years later.
0: So you you had uh, you know taking a look back at your career, you had some some pretty good success pretty early in the in your career. I mean, I think you won the APW title, what like two three
1: years after you started wrestling. Um you know what i <laughs> may 1st 1999 i remember that day It's Pinot valley high school um yeah me and uh max justice tangled it up and that was my first uh taste of gold you know it was my first championship at apw and and at any in any, any stage of the game you know that was number one so that one that one uh does have a special place in my heart and I was it was
0: a Pretty short reign from from what I recall, but what, what kind of led to that? I mean, what, what do you remember what Roland said to you before the match or what, what kind of went into it? What uh, You know, how, how he let you know that you were going to take the belt that night?
1: Um, it was all a surprise to me, man. To, to, to be honest with you, it was all a surprise. Um, me and Max had, had tangled quite a few times, um, either for the title or not for the title. Um, we even went back to Pennsylvania one time and, uh, wrestled out there for, uh, break the barrier. Okay. Um, uh, and yeah, I, I, just, I showed up that night thinking that, Hey, it's just going to be the, the same old, same old, you know, we're going to go out there. We're going to kill it. And, uh, in the end, you know, obviously Max is going to go over and, uh, whether, you know, he cheated or however, you know, he, and, and at, the, at the end of the night, he, he was going to still have the belt. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I can't remember if it was Roland or modest that told me, but uh, yes, it was was told to me that, yeah, you're, you're going to go over and, and, uh, we're putting the strap on you and it was great. It was great, man. It was a great feeling that night. My, my mother was actually in the crowd and she got to come into the ring that night and it, it was a big celebration. Um, unfortunately, like you said. It lasted all of about twenty four hours, if not less, uh, because they stripped me of the title uh, the next day.
0: Uh, I mean, that's all right. That you went on to have uh, quite a bit of success in your career here, both both as a singles competitor uh, and with tag teams. Um, you know, pretty early on, you you transitioned into a into a tag team with uh, with the man you said had a hand in training, Robert Thompson. Uh, how was that experience?
1: Oh, man. you talk about a a, a a great ride, man, the we came in as the the West Side players two thousand, yep and man, the 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 scene just seemed to light up for us. Um, the fans were behind us. We were hot, we were the hottest thing going. Um, you just hear that music, the wanna be a baller, you know that first that first beat hits and the crowd would just light up um yeah man that that was a great run um we you know wound up winning the uh apw tag team titles and uh our first reign you know we basically we, we were undefeated you know we we had to turn them in you know after, after other things said uh falling in our lap but uh yeah
0: yeah man that, that was a great run now you've had success with uh with- a handful of tag team partners uh, other than Robert Thompson, you know, uh, most recently Rick luxury. Uh, I think he won the titles with Mustafa Saeed as well. Um, Marquise Jackson you tagged with better known as uh, Marcus Lewis, of course, uh, even Bison Smith. Where does, where does Thompson rank as far as uh, partners for you on that list?
1: Oh man. Um, it ha- He'd have to be number one as far as, you know, partners. Not only was he my, you know, help, had a hand in training me, Um, as a tag team, we we meshed so well, you know, we, we actually knew, you know, what, what each other was thinking, um, and, and, and learning from him, you know, on the road and, and going from place to place, you know, I, I credit him with, you know, a lot of my development, um, and I've been trying to, trying to get him back in the ring, you know, for one last go. I'm trying, Robert. If you're listening to this, you know the invitation is still open, man. It's still there. Come on back. One, one. Let's give it one last go. <laughs> one I, more match.
0: I definitely feel like that would uh, that would get a reaction for sure. I'm actually surprised. Uh, was surprised he didn't show up uh, at either one of those Cow Palace shows. You know um, that that APW had a few years back because uh, they brought out a good number of legends in, in – different capacities i was actually really expecting to see uh to see robert get in there maybe in the battle royal did i lose you here we got your back boys
1: all right there we go now i hear you
0: it's all good so yeah, yeah what i was saying i was like you know, you talk about trying to get Robert back, and I was saying I'm surprised. Uh, surprised he didn't show up for either the uh, the Cow Palace shows.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know if he was busy or whatnot for for those shows. Um, but he. I mean, he's still in the wrestling scene. He's still around. As far as I know, I believe he's still doing some training as well. Um, he's he has shown up to a couple of APW shows that we've had in Daly City. Um, so I have seen him around. Um, like I said, every time I see him, I, I talk to him, try to tell him to come back. And you know, his his wife has done um, photography for us uh, at several shows, and I talked to her too, try to tell her, hey, tell him to come on back. You know, one more match. Well, hopefully, once all this uh, this COVID stuff has
0: died down, we can make that happen.
1: Oh man, this COVID stuff is crazy.
0: How you been speaking of it, how you been handling that? Obviously not in the ring, but uh, you know, you guys you, you maintain an otherwise?
1: Yeah, unfortunately, like like you said, nothing's happening in the ring. Um all the wrestling's pretty much shut down. Um at this point, you know, I wouldn't even mind doing a little something here or there, you know, with no fans in attendance. Could do some type of you know, video show or something like that. But uh yeah, I've been uh I've been uh, making way. Um, you could say making up for a lot of lost family time, you know, because when when the shows were going, you know, it's pretty much on the road almost every weekend. So, you know, I actually get to right now, you know, enjoy the family and uh like I said, make up for lost time. There you go. So let's let's uh let's talk a little bit about Boyce's uh
0: life outside the ring. Uh what what do you what have you been doing in your free time other than uh other than spending time with the family.
1: <laughs> uh, well, a, a lot of working. Um, still got bills to pay, so uh, pretty much working. Um, trying not to sit around the house and get fat. Uh, trying to stay in shape. And, uh, you know, just just trying to hone my craft, you know, here and there, get in the ring, get some practice time in, in where I can. Are you uh, into any other sports other than wrestling? Um, actually, uh, play a uh, little baseball. So, um, I'm trying to keep active that way as well. Um, so, you know, I love to play ball. I watch all kinds of sports, you know, just like I said, just trying to stay active.
0: All right. Who? So who's the team? Who's the baseball team?
1: Oh man. Oakland
0: athletics, you know. Ooh, ooh, all right. All right. I'm a giants. I'm a giants guy. It's all good though.
1: Oh well well we did a number on y'all this year so
0: Yeah yeah five, that's of, all six. Right.
1: five of six we'll take it.
0: Oh uh, well don't even get me started on, on the first couple games where we were you know oh. the ninth inning meltdowns, those are brutal.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't think you want to talk about those.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's all right, that's all right. Giants are rebuilding, we'll be back in a few years.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll see.
0: <laughs> yeah, moving on, moving on. Let's uh, let's go back talk about those Cow Palace shows. Um, you know, I'm a Bay Area guy, born and raised here. I know you're from the area as well. Uh, what did it mean to you to be able to to step foot into a wrestling ring inside of that building?
1: Oh man, I will tell you that was the, one of the best feelings that I have ever had. Uh, that meant actually so much to me. I'm so glad that um, APW allowed me to have that opportunity. Another um, first Cal Palace show, I uh, was just in the Battle Royal. Uh, Would have loved to have a match, but, you know, they, they had a lot of talent on the car that night. And, uh, yeah, man, it, it was a great feeling to be there. Then the second show we had, I actually had a match. Um, and again, man, it was a great feeling. Um, I've seen a couple pay-per-views in that, in that, uh, venue and, uh, it was great. It was great. I, I remember talking to Marcus Mack, uh, when we were at the, the Bayshore community center cause it, uh, overlooks the cow palace. Yep. And, um, he said, we're going to run there and, I, and I'm thinking, yeah, that's a good pipe dream, you know. <laughs> you know, It'd be great if it, if it could happen. And, uh, yeah, keep, keep, keep dreaming, man. You know, dream big. And uh, he made that dream a reality. He made that dream a reality. And he made it a reality for a lot of guys that night as well. So I um, have to definitely thank him for that and um, everybody who, you know, made that night possible.
0: Yeah, I was I was in the house for both of those shows. Um, amazing to me to be back in that building. I hadn't been there since a, a WWE house show, I think. Um, but I've been there a bunch. I mean, that's obviously, we, we you know, like I said, I grew up in the area, went to those shows as a kid, uh, went to Monday Nitro there, a bunch of WWE stuff. I mean, to be in that building and to see it, with as many people as actually got in there for an APW show was, uh, an incredible feeling. Uh, Marcus what? definitely, definitely stepped up to the plate for that. Um, let's, let's talk a little bit about, about Marcus. Cause I mean, he took over, uh, after Roland's untimely passing, um, and in a way he's really taken APW to, to that next level. Um, you know, what's, what's your relationship like with Marcus?
1: Oh man me me and marcus we we have a great relationship man our our relationship actually goes back to the old a p w days when um you know when i when i started out um he he was just a fan man he, he was just a, a teenager in the crowd um I remember back in the days where uh we had the old a o l chat room oh yeah um yeah he he was click keeper and uh yeah and i i i Tease him about that and remind him about that um, quite often, and uh, yeah, man, me, me and Marcus are so you know so close. It's it, it, it's a wonderful thing. Like I said, um, like you said, he grabbed the reins, man. Af- after Roland's passing, um, he picked it up, and man, like you said, he's taking it to the next level with the uh, the different talent that he's brought in. Um, he's he, he's definitely having APW, you know, step 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 their game up. So. Um, kudos, kudos to Marcus Matt and, and everything that he's done for APW. Keep it, keep it rolling alive.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, I first saw Marcus back when he was a manager doing the, uh, the pink mink ink, uh, gig. Uh, so to see him kind of step away from, from being in front of the, in front of the crowd and, and step back and really take on that, the business side of things, um, you know, I, I, seeing him in that role, you'd never know he had this in him. But he's really, really uh, been successful. APW has been well. It was uh, before COVID. Was was really hot. I mean, we're talking, you know, five, six, seven hundred people uh, packed into uh, into you know the not the Bayshore. Bayshore didn't hold that, but uh, the other the other venue in Daly City. I mean, it was you know we'd be talking standing room only. Um, it's
1: making it real fun as a fan. Let me tell you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He he makes it fun as, you know, uh, um, for us, you know, being in the ring as well. Uh,
0: Now, I've seen you a lot. I live up in the North Bay. So uh, I see you a lot uh, for Phoenix Pro Wrestling, which uh, not a lot of people outside of the North Bay really know about. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about what it's like, uh, what it's like working there. You've been the champ now two times, but long time reigning champ. Um, Basically one of the basically the number one guy for PPW. Um, what, what's, uh, what's it like working up
1: here? Oh man. Uh, PPW that, 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 that's been a, that's been a roller coaster ride, man. Um, but, but it's been all, all positive. Um, first starting off, you know, just getting my feet in the door. Um, cause I believe they, they, I, if I remember correctly, I think they were running, probably running for about a year or so, uh, before I came in. Um, but yeah, they brought me in, um, Josh and Jim, man, they're great. They're a couple of great guys. Um, and, and one thing I I like about them, you know, they're, they're fans as well, man. They're, they're fans as well. So, so they want to see, you know, Phoenix pro do well. Um, they want to give the, the, fans a great show. Um, they really, um, take our input um, into, into, you know, the matches and, and, and the way things should go. And, um, yeah, they, they, they give us a lot of free reign there at, at Phoenix pro wrestling. And, um, I believe it's a great, a good product. I, I mean, yeah, I definitely enjoy it. Like I
0: said, I, I'm, it's in my hometown. So, I mean, I love having a wrestling show that's, you know, five minutes away from me. You, you can't beat that. Um, you've been running things there, you know, you in, in the bad boys, uh, obviously been been in charge for quite a while there uh, what 's it like working with the kind of the younger generation both uh, you know both lucian uh, serving as the manager uh, but then with the bad
1: boys as well um you, you know what i, I, I it's funny because um i don 't really consider myself a uh, a veteran but looking at the time that i 've been in the game of professional wrestling. I, I have to, you know, take that role and working with the young guys, I enjoy it, you know. Um imparting my knowledge on them, um giving them tips and 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 things that they can do to better themselves. Um you know, I I I love uh just telling them stories and spreading spreading my like I said spreading my knowledge to 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 the younger generation, trying to help them, you know, grow and and uh, pursue their career and their dreams.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, both Slade and To share two guys I love to boo as a fan. Uh, all <laughs> respectfully, of course. Uh, you know, I've I've talked with Lucian about this a few times. It's like I'm I'm gonna boo them every time I see them, but that doesn't mean they're not doing a good job. You know,
1: uh, hey, both... it, if you if you're if you're booing, if you're booing, we're doing our job, man. That yeah. that's how I look at it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. They're, they're definitely up and comers in this area for sure. Um, you know, the tag team scene isn't, um, isn't what it used to be, I guess, um, you know, Reno scum has kind of moved on. They kind of dominated the the tag team scene around here for a while. Uh, but with them in in impact now, uh, you know, it's basically the bad boys and, and world's freshest tag team uh, are kind of there to, to take that crown i'm looking forward to when wrestling comes back to see which one of them really steps up and and establishes themselves as uh as you know as the kings kings of tag teams in norcal because it's it's there for the taking i think
1: it definitely is um and anything i can do to help my bad boys you know reign supreme i will do so one thing
0: i've always found curious with you you, you clearly don't need a manager, right? You, as far as, uh, as far as I can tell you're one of the best in Northern California with the microphone in your hand. Um, yeah, you've, you've had a manager uh, for a good portion of your career, at least the most recent portion, you know, you've had Lucian delight. Uh, and even before that, uh, again, Marquise Jackson kind of working with you. Um, how how does that dynamic kind of work out? Like I said, because you clearly don't need someone to
1: speak for you. It's not a traditional manager role. Um, we work basically like two peas in a pod. You know, um, we each have our role that 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 we that we take on. Um, even though you know, like you said, you know, uh, it's like it's not the traditional. I don't say anything. The manager does all, does all the talking. No, he he Lucian Lucian does do quite a bit of talking, and I guess you know how this whole thing started. Um, you know, he was doing ring announcing. Yep. And I, you know, I just saw something better for him, um, other than ring announcing. And you know, we 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 tried this thing out, and um, man, we we've made it successful. Uh, like I said, Marquise Jackson was with me for a little bit and, um, you know, I had to move on from that. And to me, what it is, it's, it's more, again, like, like you mentioned earlier, you know, helping the younger generation, um, impart knowledge and, you know, bringing them up, you know, helping them get started, um, bringing, bringing them into their own. Cause I, I truly believe, you know, that Lucian can go out you know, on his own. Um, he, he, he's ready, you know um, but with me and him together, I think, I think we're, we're a strong pair. So.
0: No, I, I agree. Lucian is, uh, you know, for being a manager, he's one of my favorite parts of the card. He's when he's out in front of the crowd, he is always entertaining. So I, uh, you know, I've, I've told him this a few times. He's a draw to me. Cause I, I know I'm going to be entertained uh, it's it's little things that he does really well. Um, so it's I, I quite enjoy your guys' partnership for sure. He 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 plays the you know the the heel manager really really well, getting his licks in here and there, grabbing you know grabbing the ankle as somebody's bouncing into the ropes. Those little things that um, you know the the art of the manager has has disappeared a, a little bit. Uh, so it's nice to see at least on the local level it
1: kind of living on yeah I try to I try to do a lot of um, you know both old, old old school stuff if you will um, in my matches try to use a lot of old- school psychology um, because like you said it, it has changed the, the the wrestling scene has changed it's not like it used to be back in the day um, so yeah I, I, like I said I, I just try, I try to keep it old school I try to keep it basic um really of the philosophy that less is more, Um, you don't go out there and try and, you know, give them, give the fans everything in one match. Um, You know, you gotta, you gotta leave them, you know, wanting more, you know, and, and know your place on the card and, and all those things. Um, You know, I try to incorporate, I try to pass on that knowledge to, like I said, to, to, to everybody else that, that that's around, that's on the card and, um just try to make the show you know not just my match but the show itself um a success well there's
0: something to be said about working uh, that old school style and kind of a psychology based uh wrestling um you know I don't know that you've ever had a serious injury have you ooh <laughs> knock <laughs> knock on
1: wood here yeah yeah um well Serious injury in the ring, um, I've, had a, I, I've been knocked uh, loopy a couple times, but like you said, nothing serious, um, and, and I have to, you know, thank God for that because, um, you know, I get to continue to do what I love and, you know, get in the ring and entertain entertain the fans. Is it what what
0: what does keep you going? Because like you said, you've been doing this. I think you said twenty three years now. Uh,
1: what what keeps you going? Ah, uh, to be honest, man, the love of the sport, man. I, I just I love to go out there. I love to entertain. I love to 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 step inside inside those ropes, man, and 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 be me. Um, it's like my the bad boy persona is like my alter ego and um yeah he's he's <laughs> if you know the real boyce legrand he's he's everything that uh boyce legrand is not so um you know he's he's in the ring he's he's cocky arrogant confident but the real boyce legrand is you know more meek and you know soft spoken and You know, it's just, it's, 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 it's funny. It's funny how I, you know, make that transition. How how much longer
0: do you think you, you've got this in you? Um, Not not to hold you to
1: it here, but. (laughs) Man, to be honest, man, I I don't know, man. I'm not looking, I'm not looking at the end. Um, I just take it, take it day by day, match by match. And, um, you know, I, I, I hope to, you know, continue to entertain, man, as long as I can. And I and I hope to know when to step away from it. That though. I will add that. Um, you know, I, I hate to be, you know, that guy that that's in there uh beyond his time. So um I, I believe that when that time comes, you know, I, I'll know when to step away from it. It'll be hard though. So you know, you might not see me in the ring anymore, but I feel that I'll always have you know something to do with the sport of professional wrestling.
0: Is there, is managing something that you think you would uh, kind of take on as you get a little older? Um, you know, I, I don't
1: know. I don't know to be honest. Um, I, I don't know where where I would go. You know, beyond actually being in the ring. So. Maybe a manager, um, maybe a promoter. I, I don't know. Okay.
0: Um taking a look back at, at your storied career here, uh just tell me what's the what's the craziest story uh that you've got from, from being on the road or or uh in the ring?
1: Oh man. Um <laughs> the craziest story. Huh. Oh well, <laughs> I can tell you, there's one time we were uh, driving down to Santa Maria, and um, it was myself and James Watkins. Um, we're driving down, and we pass up this black Mustang, and at that time, Tony Jones has had a black Mustang. And, um, somehow we got into, I guess you want to say maybe a little race or something dry, you know, rolling down the freeway and all of a sudden, you know, red and blue lights pop up. <laughs> um, so we got pulled over. Um, the cop is asking me and, you know, do you know the person in that, in that, in that car and I was like, no, I don't know. I know a person who has a car like that, but I don't know if that's them and all this and all that. And come to find out, the cop goes back and tells Tony, hey, the guy says he knows you. And yeah, I wound up getting a ticket for that. And later on, uh, I think it was the next night, I talked to Tony about it and he actually got off. The cop didn't give him a ticket. And yeah, I was. So <laughs> that that was one 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 of those times where I was like, man, you know, couldn't believe, you know, I tried to get off, say, hey, you know, professional wrestler, all this, and all that. <laughs> it didn't work, didn't work. I tried, I tried the do you know who I am tactic, and you know, I guess I guess I wasn't known too well at that time, so uh, it <laughs> didn't work, and uh, yeah. So nope. that that, 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 that uh, you'll get that story out of me that i'll keep i'll keep it keep it clean
0: okay okay that's all right. we <laughs> can roll with that we can roll with that
1: um
0: what uh you know you work mostly a- APw has probably
1: been the the promotion you work for the most is that correct um man if you if you want yeah i'd say yes it'd be APw and then uh i guess would be gold rush a close second
0: that's right. We can't forget Gold Rush. How many uh, how many days you held that Dynamite Division title
1: now? Oh man, two
0: thousand and eighty three. Counting and counting. Uh, any uh, are there any uh, less than reputable companies that that you worked for back in the day? Any any? Uh, let me say shady environments that you got put into.
1: Um. I wouldn't say shady. Um, There were some companies that, you know, we did shows for, um, you know, that weren't really known or they were doing like a one-off or something like that. But um, I've been fortunate to, to not really run across um, any shady people out there. Um, You know, I hear the stories, but, yeah like I said I, I've been pretty fortunate um you know always gotten paid yeah yeah I've heard of people not getting paid I've heard of you know you get the literally the hot dog and a handshake um as your payout but yeah i i, I I've been fortunate enough to uh not run across those people uh, very nice
0: yeah i I've, I've, I've heard some stories uh for sure heard you know where uh, the boys had to basically hold the ring hostage uh, until they got paid. Um, some other, you know, interesting things out there. So you are definitely lucky if you haven't,
1: uh, haven't run into anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's it, yeah, it's definitely a blessing that I haven't had to had to do anything like that. All right. Well, we're, we're running a little short
0: on time here. I don't want to uh, make these uh, podcasts too hard for everyone to get through, but I got some, just some kind of quick hitter questions to, uh, to wrap things up. Right. Uh, what is your favorite fast food burger? <laughs>
1: five guys. Okay. Not nations. Nope. Nope. It's gotta be five guys, man. The, the options that they, that they offer, you know, they, they offer the most options and that's a big juicy burger. All right. All right. Don't don't out. Now we've had this discussion with uh, you know some of the boys and they'll they'll tell you in and out. And I just don't I don't yeah. We we don't want to get into the in and out discussion, man. I don't get I don't get it. I just don't get why the line is so long to wait for that. It's it's not that good. Okay. It's it's an okay burger, but it's not good enough to wait in the long line to get that burger and cardboard fries—I just don't get it. All right, all right. See, I, I ask about nations because I've seen you
0: at the nations down the street from Hood Slam a few times. So,
1: yes, yes, I—I've I, been known to frequent nations. That's a good burger. But, is that uh, is that, that the, pre, the
0: best? Is that the pre-Hood Slam ritual?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much.
0: I will say because I—I swear I've seen you there myself at least
1: six or seven different times. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I said, I, I mean it's right down the street, it's something quick, so Hey, there's a reason I'm in there too. So
0: uh uh-huh. all right, uh favorite musical artist or band? Favorite musical artist, man. I gotta
1: go with my girl
0: Rihanna. Okay. I I I I start bobbing my head every time your music hits, you know, I can't oh, lie. Man,
1: I, I don't think I'll ever change
0: it. It's it's catchy. Believe.
1: I've got to my, – my, my dream, man, I've got to tell you this, is to get her to sing me out. We should uh, – if we ever get back in the Cow Palace, we got to make
0: that happen. Oh,
1: man, that would be the greatest. Then I, I can retire.
0: After that sure. happens, then I can retire. She's, she's been to some Warrior games in the Bay Area, so, you know, we might be able to make it work.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, favorite, uh, favorite movie of all time? Favorite movie of all time, Empire Strikes Back. Okay,
1: you a big Star Wars guy? Yes, I am. What do you think of the new ones? Oh, they're not bad. I think they're they they're they're you know um, I like the uh, lightsaber battles. The the choreography with those are great. Um, I, the storyline, uh, I think they could have did a better job, uh, especially with um, gosh, see, I'm a big Star Wars guy, and I can't even remember uh, the title of it episode. Uh, Oh, man, I'm throwing a blank now. I'm drawing a blank. Eight. Um, I just didn't like uh, the way they portrayed Luke Skywalker.
0: Okay. Are you upset? I feel, he, I feel he would have never
1: really acted that way. So. I know
0: a lot of people don't like the new ones. I, I'm not a big Star Wars fan, so I can't really uh, – I don't even have an opinion, but I know a lot – They get, the new ones get a lot of hate. So. Yeah. Yep. All right, uh, favorite all-time wrestler? Uh, Bret Hart. Uh, favorite wrestler currently? Ooh. Ooh.
1: Um. Ooh. That's a tough one because uh, I really don't watch it too much like I used to. Yeah. Um. <sighs> you know what? I'll go with my girl, Shotzi Blackheart. There you go. She's been doing big things in NXT. It's uh it's it's nice to see. Yes, 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 she has. Um and uh, you know, just knowing her personally and everything, you know, I'm I'm so proud of her, man. Um, as- absolutely. So, we've, we've, we've had a good run.
0: We've had a good run of of local talent, uh, you know, moving on to bigger things. It's been fun to watch as a fan for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Um favorite all time match.
1: Um, I got a couple of my matches, or well, matches both, in general. Both, matches in general first. Um, well, I, there's a couple of them. Uh, I got to go with uh, Steamboat Savage WrestleMania three, and Brenton Owen WrestleMania ten. Okay, okay,
0: both both good calls for sure. I'm a I'm a Austin Hart WrestleMania thirteen guy personally. Uh huh. Uh, I don't think you can go wrong with any of those, though.
1: Nope, not at all. Uh, favorite match of yours now? My favorite match. Um, myself and J.R. Kratos in the cage for the Dynamite title. Okay, what year was that from? Do you remember? I'm going to have to look that one up.
0: Ooh, you haven't seen that? I've never been to a Gold Rush show, actually. Oh, I know. it's it's.
1: I'm almost ashamed to
0: admit. You just let
1: me down, man. You just let me down. Oh, I'm sorry. Um I'm not sure what year that was. You know what? Uh, after this I can send you the link to it. Okay. I'll definitely check that out.
0: That's we got nothing but time on our hands with with the uh, <laughs> way things are going right now. Uh favorite opponent that you've ever had. Um
1: wow. Oh, uh, I I you know what? Favorite opponent, uh, I have to go with probably Max Justice. I think we 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 worked well together, um, and that's not to slight anybody because I know me and Vinny Massaro have had plenty of battles, um, me and Modest and Christopher Daniels, and, hey, I even had one match with two cool, so. I mean, with the the
0: wrestlers we had in, in California in, you know, in that time frame, kind of late 90s, early 2000s, uh, when you look back on it, really was incredible. I mean, there
1: was just so much talent coming through here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Back then and, and even today, man. Even Absolutely. Today, um, I, 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 I've i had, you know, wonderful matches with um, Jacob Fatu, J.R. Kratos, um, even with... Um, oh man um t- 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 gosh i'm drawing a blank again um and it'll come to me it'll come to me I, oh we've had a um a ma- i had a match with tony jones at the you know the hall of fame show um he came out of retirement for that um that that was a great one um
0: one one of my favorite matches of yours, which is way under the radar, but it was uh, was at PPW. It was you and I think it was Victor Sterling.
1: <laughs>
0: you guys had a uh, uh, it spilled out all over the crowd. I think you guys he might have even gone into the street, but it was absolutely insane. My my son was there with me that t- uh, time. He was God. He was maybe ten eleven years old. Not really a big wrestling fan, right? But I would take him to those shows just because, you know, I'm like, you're gonna hang out with Pops tonight. It's two dollars for you to get in and ten for me. Let's go. And that kid got hooked from that match. Uh just watching you guys fight all over the Phoenix Theater
1: was uh amazing. So Yep, that 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 was that that was uh one of my one of my favorite matches at um, Phoenix. Um. Yeah, me and Victor Sterling falls. I don't know if it was falls County anywhere, but I know it was no disqualification, and, and we were all over the place. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't, we didn't. Unfortunately, we didn't go outside into the. Okay. Street. Um, looking back on it, you know, I wish we had, but uh, you know, we'll we'll save the street fight for another time.
0: There you go. There you go. It was a chaotic scene no matter what. I mean, that, that match was absolutely insane. I felt bad for the, uh, the cameramen trying to follow you guys around.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, all, all the way in, into, the, into the, you know, into the restrooms. Right? Yep. That was, that was insane. All right,
0: last question here, boys. Uh, what's the best moment of your career?
1: Oh, man. Best moment. Wow, Um, you know what, at at this point, um, I'd have to say it was being inducted into the Hall of Fame, the NorCal Hall of Fame, Um, after, you know, my years of dedication and service and putting in, um, it it was nice, it was nice to get recognized for that, Um, you know, and like I said, you know, I've been doing this for a while um, don't do it for the accolades. Don't do it for the money. Um, pretty much. I just, I do it for, you know, just the love of the sport. And that night was a special night for me. Um, and you know, um, I, I, I plan to, like I said, I just hope I can continue to, you know, entertain and, uh, you know, just do, do what I love.
0: Right on. You, you are most definitely entertaining. Um, I know me and my buddies uh, always appreciate seeing your name on the card. Uh, me personally, I appreciate you taking the time to speak with me. Um, you know, I'm a big fan. Like I said, you're an absolute legend in this industry. Uh, so I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, look forward to seeing you again soon uh, when wrestling returns to California.
1: Oh, man, you already know who it is. It's the bad boy, Boyce LeGrand your norcal hall of famer soon as covid's over we're back in action let's get it done let's get it going there you go thank you very much boys have a good one uh, no problem anytime
0: there you have it folks the bad boy the NorCal Hall of Famer, the APW Triple Threat Champion, the current PPW Champion, and of course, the longest reigning Dynamite Division Champion in history, Mr. Boyce LeGrand. If you're not already following him on Twitter and Instagram, Boyce LeGrand is the handle. Uh, You should be following him. Uh, Thank you all for listening here as I spotlight the stars of our very talented NorCal wrestling scene, We'll be back in two weeks with another interview. Go ahead and hit me up on Twitter or Instagram if there's someone you want to hear me talk to. Uh, let me know what you thought of this interview. Uh, also, just to see you know, the latest news out there in the NorCal wrestling scene. Until next time, everyone, hope you're all happy and healthy. Peace.